Blog Talk Radio. Oh yeah. I get around. Still clown with the underground when we come around. Stronger than ever. Back to get wrecked. All respect to those who break their necks to keep their hopes in check. Cause no they sweat above a majorly. And I don't know why your girl keeps paging me. To tell me that she needs me. Grab when she leaves me. And every buffy sees me to squeeze me. Ladies, take it easy. Hate to sound sleazy, but tease me. I don't want it if it's that easy. Hey, yo, bust it. Baby, got a problem saying bye-bye. Just another hazard of a fly guy. Your ass why don't matter. My pockets got fatter. Now everybody's looking for the ladder. And ain't no need in being greedy. If you want to see me, try to keep a number, baby, when you need me. And I'll be there in a jiffy. Don't be picky, just be happy with this. Now you can tell from my everyday fits, I ain't rich, so cease and desist with them tricks. I'm just another black man caught up in the mix, trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Just cause I'm a freak don't mean that we can hit the sheets, baby I can't see that you don't recognize me. I'm Shock G, the one who put the satin on your panties, never knew a hooker that could share me. I guess. What's up love, how you doing? All right. Well I've been hanging, singing, trying to do my thing, oh you heard that I was banging, your homegirl you went to school. That's cool, but did she tell you about her sister and your cousin thought I wasn't? Uh. See, we kids was made for Michelin, but it's a Monday, Monday. So just let me hit it, yo. And don't mistake my statement for a clown. We should keep it on the down low, long as you know that I get around. Twists in the hips, cause I'm watching. Conversations on the phone to the break of dawn. Now we all alone while the lights on. Turn them off, time to set it off. Get your wet and soft, something's on your mind, let it off. You don't know me, you just met me, you won't let me. Well, if I couldn't have me, why you sweat me? It's a lot of real G's doing time. Cause the movie bit the truth and told the lie. You pick the wrong guy, baby, if you're too fly, you need to hit the door. Search for a new guy, cause I only got one night and clown break. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to His and Hers. I know it's been a while. I'm your host, Ooch, joined by the lovely Free. Hello, hello. 
Oh, hello, hello. So why are you going to say, like, wait, where's she at? Where's she at? She's by myself. What's going on? Are you still there? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, Okay. I get to make a show. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying. It's been a while. It's been a while. Bear with us a little bit. How's everybody doing? I'm doing awesome. It's it's hot as hell out here in Arizona though, but I'm doing great. (laughs) Yeah, I heard. Was it like a thousand degrees, right? Uh, damn near. Damn near. I walked outside and damn near combusted. Like, oh no, I can't do this. (laughs) <laughs> this is, I was like, well, I said, I said up to 120 degrees. Nah, see, I'm, 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 I'm dark. I'm built on the sidewalk. Yeah, it's about that time of the year where you're able to like bake cookies inside your car. You can like scramble eggs on the sidewalk. Um, I and it gets this hot every year. Steak. Yes. It gets yes, this hot every desert. year. It is. It's still the desert out here. Yeah, I mean, we're all nicely nicely developed with palm trees and all that other shit, but it's still desert. <laughs> yeah, fuck all that. I can't do that. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to welcome you guys back. I know it's been a while, but we're back, you know, uh, and hope we keep it going. Um, tonight, we have a lot of topics to talk about. First, you know, we got to catch up. We got to catch up. We were behind, but we want to talk about some stuff that you know, we've been talking about amongst each other for the last couple of weeks. Uh, first of all, with the uh, Harambe uh, situation uh, at the zoo where the um, the baby fell into the exhibit and the gorilla exhibit and subsequently the gorilla had to be put down. Um, and there's been kind of backlash of why they killed the gorilla because of the negligence of the parent. Um, Free, what do, you, what do you just think? What are your thoughts when you first, like, seeing the story? Well, I mean, obviously, no parent, no parent in their right mind wants this to happen to their child. So that's just my first thought. Like, any parent in their right mind is going to want to prevent such a happening from happening. I... It's easy to say it's the parent's fault, but, I mean, if anybody knows what it's like to have two, three, four-year-old children, like, you know, they're very um, interactive with the world. Everything is new to them, you know, and once they get their mind set on doing something, that's more than likely what they're going to try to accomplish. Like, I can't count how many times. I've told my child, she's four right now, and this has been happening since she was like three. I can't count how many times I have told my child not to run out into the street when she gets out the car because she's excited that we're going somewhere, and she wants to hurry up and get there. So as soon as I open up the door for her to get out the car, she is trying to take off. And there's been a couple of times where her little feet are a little faster than mine, and I've had to, like, you know, I don't know where the powers came from, but my arm just stretched miraculously to, you know, jerk her back from traffic. Now, this woman was at the zoo with, like, two or three other kids. She had all her kids with her at the zoo. Uh, so, yeah, she had all the kids. Was, uh, yeah, the, her, her husband, and uh, the four children, I believe. So... You know how it only takes a second to look away, to be distracted by another child trying to get them straight. You know what I mean? Like, it only takes a second. I don't believe anybody I mean, yeah, I agree. that um, intentionally neglectful with their children, especially out in public places. So... I just don't I just don't necessarily agree with the whole mob mentality that people took upon this family as into, you know, making sure that they're punished or they're held. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I think the fact that it happened is punishment enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. my child was damn near mauled by a silverback gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I don't know, I just. 
it was just crazy to me. People, I, I just see like you got the expert saying, "Oh, the gorilla was protecting the baby." Like you don't really know how an animal is going to react. I understand you, 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 you study behavior, but you don't know what it's going to do the next minute. It could have got pissed off and it flung a little kid across the exhibit. So I, I can see both sides. I can see, okay, yeah, maybe he was trying to protect the child and that. But I can also see, like, if that was my child, I want my child to be rescued by any means necessary. This is not this. I mean, it was sad they had to kill a gorilla, but I'm like, well, if y'all left the fucking gorillas in Africa in the first place, we wouldn't be having this talk at all. But that's neither here nor there. And, and I just, that's just crazy. The memes have been hilarious, though. Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We got that shit. Oh God, keep going. Oh my, that's the funniest shit ever. That's it was sad, but it was funny too at the same time. Um, but then like a few <laughs> weeks later, what's crazy? A few weeks later, uh, it was a sad story of of the two year old who was attacked by the gator down in Florida, down in Disneyland, nonetheless, and and you know he died. Uh, turns out he didn't get eaten by that gator; he just drowned. And um. And it's crazy that people aren't really screaming negligence on the parents apart in that case, and and I wonder why. But do you you see the difference how they like for the Harambe situation and the child they uh, looked into the dad's background and say how he was a drug dealer and this and that, and like really tried to like punish the parents for the death of gorilla, but like for the death of the child it's pretty much when he stayed in national news for two days. Yeah, yeah, and I mean you know. On on the obvious, it's, you know, obviously you can see why these situations were handled differently, why they were treated differently, you know, and everybody. Because you know, I, I, I've, I've caught a lot of flack just simply because I said it's because they're white. They have not been under the radar. They did not get grilled. They didn't get harassed. They weren't drugged through the mud because, it's a white family. To literally go dig to find out who these parents were, what their names were. You see, like in the gorilla situation, it was damn near plastered everywhere within hours. You know what I mean? And, and, and I believe in the gorilla situation, the father wasn't even there. Like, so why are you even bringing up his history, his background? And he, I mean, he wasn't even there with him that day. So, right. I, I just feel like um, I just feel like sometimes you can't you can protect your kids but only so much. Like I I feel like it was negligent in both situations. That's just my personal opinion. Uh-huh. I just feel like especially with the two year old and at, at night in a lake in Florida. Right. It's like you right. don't have, you don't have TV. You don't know there's alligators in Florida, and the science says right. no swimming. So right. A lot of that right. is on you. I understand, like, right. it's going to be, like, a whole bunch of backlash. Like, I know they probably have a lawsuit talking to lawyers right now. But, like, at the end of the day, I mean, I know there weren't no alligator signs posted, but sometimes you can use your common sense. Exactly. Exactly. There is no way I'm traveling anywhere and not being informed of where I'm traveling, where I'm taking my kids to. Because it comes to a point where it's, like, you're, you're ignorant is negligent. You're the adult. Right. You're the parent. You're supposed to be the one who is aware and knowing of the situation that you have put your family in. And like I tell everybody else, look, it's Disney World. Billions, billions of people every year go to Disney World. Rather they can speak English or not, they go there. And when what was the last case of anybody at Disney World being attacked by alligator? I don't know, but I just know alligators are in Florida, so I just I stay away from lakes exactly. and shit. I can't if I can't see the bottom. Exactly. Thank any, you. That not, just that. Just that part. Let alone my a two year old child who can't discern the difference between you know, yes. danger. Me and like, my kids went to the beach. We went to the beach with my kids, and what was I doing the whole time? I was holding my child's hand. If she was not, you know what I mean, like, could see into the water. So what am I going to be doing with my child in, a, in like, a swampy area? Like, I mean, there's a pool. 
there's like a pool right over in that area. Why couldn't you guys have been in the pool splashing around? Why must you have gone over to the side in this dark, eerie, murky lake? You know what I mean? Like, and it's at night. at Disneyland. I'm pretty sure you have pools. Why not go in the pool? There was a pool there. There's pools everywhere. <laughs> you pay all you know I mean? this money and you're swimming in a lake. And I'm not I'm not, I won't want way. Take anything away from I the situation. No Very race, disheartening. Yeah. Yeah. Nine hundred seven hundred. You know, black people. Black, black people. Yeah. But um, so, staying on just negligence. Um, it, it was a story two days ago. I don't know if if anybody else is like watching the news or reading the newspaper uh, of the a guy in Texas who uh, left his kid in the car and then tried oh, to yeah. put her in the fucking refrigerator. Yes. I was yes. like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> like, wh- yes. When and, was, and first of all, how... <laughs> go ahead. How do you how do you forget your child in the car? Like, I take, I don't even have kids, but it's just instinct to take a car everywhere around before I get out. And why the fuck would it be a thought to put her in the fucking refrigerator? That's crazy. Like, I, I, what? That's not a rational thought. Like, he had to be crazy. Like, how you just, how you just say, okay, shit, she's not, she's not responsive. Let me put her in the refrigerator. Why not just call the police at this point? Like, I just See, think some is, people are unfit parents. You know what? There is, there's no, there's no evaluation form. There's, there's no assessment sheet. There's, there's nothing that happens to determine if you're going to be a good parent or not when you have a kid. You just have a kid, and then, you know, if you're not a good parent, then hopefully somebody calls CPS on you. That's just pretty much the way it goes. You know what I mean? There's there's nothing that gives criteria on specifying if a person's going to be a good parent or not. We don't have anything that determines who should have kids and who shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, we don't sure, have that man. type of, of tools in place, and it's unfortunate, you know what I mean, because – these children are suffering very, very terribly behind it. But I do want to touch on the fact that, you know, I think it was just, you know, an afterthought, like, oh, shit, like I left my kid in the car. She died of heat exhaustion. They're going to investigate this. Let me cool off her body. You feel but me? I don't think he even like, checked. I think he, she was just, I think she was just like, you know what I'm saying, unresponsive and like, as he says, I guess stiff. And he just panicked, and but that's not a that's that's like a, I don't know that's like a a lunatic thought like that's insane like why would that be a rational thought in your mind to be like oh shit maybe if I put in the refrigerator she can just walk right out the refrigerator. It's your child, and you and you're considering the fact that you just possibly murdered them. <laughs> you know, you there's the no there's you know, no, no, no logical no, no, he had to behavior do. when you're to, irrational. No. <laughs> Like he he had to take everything out the fucking refrigerator, like the shelves and all, place uh-huh. his child in the refrigerator, uh-huh. close said refrigerator, and wait. Right. Like and at wait. least a few minutes. Like <laughs> if waited. I just give her fifteen, he like she'll be cool. Like in fifteen minutes. But that's you know what? Living in Arizona, every summer we have many cases of parents who done left their kids in the car. You know, just last year, man, he he forgot his infant in the car. He went into a bar and had a very old, good old time in the bar, and just completely was it a night forgot though? that he had. No, it was daytime, and um, oh, okay, was that just, just left his child out there in the car. You know, we have remember that case with the mother who went to who, who went on an interview. She left her kids in the car. You know what I mean, like. This is, I don't know what it is about this state in Arizona. I don't know if the sun fries people's brains or something. But I don't understand. I, too, I don't understand how you forget your child in the car. Because before I even open my door, my kids are asking me, we're getting out, too, right? My kids won't let me leave them in the car. (laughs) I can't leave them there. Are the bystanders, like, are the people walking by seeing the kids in the car? 
<laughs> just like, oh, okay, kids if in the car, keep walking. If, if they have, yeah, if they happen to look inside, or what if that it was their skin on the car, you can't really see inside the car. You know I what I mean? True. This is true. That's just crazy to me. I don't understand. I don't understand. I guess I gotta have, have a kid on your car. I, yeah. I don't. I just don't get how you would leave a baby, baby in the car. Like that just says a lot about your parents. You went, especially like when you go through the necessary stuff of packing them in the car, the car seat, buckling them up, and all this. Like right. there's a process a of putting an infant into the car. So how do you forget them? I, I don't know. Like how do you not see your child in your peripheral when you get out your car? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> these are the like shit. Like okay, I get forgot. out. I got my keys. Got my water. You get out to the door. Oh shit! Almost forgot. You run back to the car. <sighs> my phone. My phone. Then lock the door again. Your baby right. in the fucking like, car. Isn't that isn't that sad that we're living in a society where a person will more than likely remember their phone before they remember their child? What the fuck? That's, that's <laughs> That's the thing. I I think I, I hate people. I think I think we should have they you know what they're clamoring for like stronger gun control laws. They need to make more parenting laws. Like this is getting ridiculous. Like there's no way you should leave your child in the car. Like how you forget you just had a baby months ago? How do you forget that you did took all that work to put that child in the car seat, put that car seat in the car, then took that child out the car seat, I mean out the car and said, whatever store you went to, then put that car seat back in the car just to go home and fucking forget. I, I can't, there's, I, I can't even defend it. I can't understand it. I can't make it, make it fit, make it make sense. Because, like I said, I live in a state where this happens every summer. There was a woman literally driving her child on top of the fucking car. What the fuck? How do you forget to put your child inside your car? <laughs> like, maybe, maybe she didn't forget. Hey, maybe she didn't. You know what I mean? A lot maybe of these cases, like, I'm just like, I don't believe. Some people, like, I heard that women be having, uh, what's it called, after they have the baby? Postpartum. Uh, postpartum. And I heard, like, it stays with a lot, some women a lot longer than. Like it's supposed to stop her. I don't know. It's it's real. Postpartum is real. And I mean, I really don't know what the what the um what the helpful tips is for that because it's it's an emotional, it's a mental thing. And if you don't have anybody around you to support you or to keep keep an eye out for the signs of postpartum because sometimes women have postpartum and they're in denial that they have it. Yeah. Mm. No? All right. So at the end of this is my biggest, all those, these, all these negligent parents, this is my biggest thing I got to say. There just has, to, I don't know if there can be laws or, or more classes or just more people around you to make you a better parent. Cause a lot of these, like it's, it's becoming way too commonplace. To like for like all these these tragedies or whatnot. shit there you can't fuck up your kid that's hmm. the fuckery where if, if if a police officer would have gotten the call for that burglary and came upon those three kids and he would have shot and killed them he would have been fine right but when they get home and their mother disciplines them she goes to jail what in the fuck you is going mean. on in society right now 
People just need to mind their motherfucking business. If somebody want to whoop their kid, let them whoop their kid. You know what I mean? Because I'll, I'll give a kid the death stare. I'll let them know, like, hey, if she whoop you, I'm going to give her a high five. I might tag in right. a little bit. I don't know. But <laughs> there definitely is no longer that support in the community. You know what I mean? That, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. We have lost that. There is no more community yeah. in in the upbringing of children because I remember when I when when my mom's friends used to be able to tap me. I remember when I was in church and 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 if I was and if we were acting up too much, if sister so and so had to do something to us, not only did we get that little tap from her, but we got our ass whooped at home because she had to do that at church. Right, community ass whooped. Bam. Oh my <laughs> that keeps on giving, like, see? But I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a whole lot that goes into that. So I'm, I am a, a believer of whooping of, of a kid's ass when necessary. So let's just get it back in order. <laughs> it's true. But staying in Florida, the tragedy that happened, um, the massacre uh, um, or Orlando at the uh, the nightclub. Um, yeah. That was sad. Um, rest in peace to those victims, and I uh, pray to their families for sure. Um, it's just it's sad when stuff like that happens, and it's like it's crazy how. I mean, when I first seen it, and they say, "Oh, it's a terrorist attack," and I just, and once more details about the story came out, and I just see. It's to me. It seems more like a, a a hate crime, you know. Yeah. Than an actual, you know what I'm saying? Than an actual um, terrorist attack. Right. Um, I don't know how you feel, but that's just how I, I totally. I, even with more details coming out, that's been my same opinion. Um, it's 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 a whole lot going on with this story. Um, uh, definitely, you know, heart goes out to those who are dealing with the loss of anybody who was a part of those, a part of that shooting. So, you know, the victims, the victims are real. The circumstances, I'm not so sure of. Um, I just hate the way that, um, America tends to put labels to certain people when certain things happen. And the fact that he's a Muslim, it's automatically labeled as a terrorist attack, you know. And it just kind of gets this blanketed, you know, type of uh, reaction because it's a quote-unquote terrorist attack. And, I mean, from what, I, from what I've gathered since the shooting has happened is that he was probably dealing with his own sexuality, that he was gay even though he was married and that he he was a regular at that club. So, I it mean... Is, it's like the more and more details come out, more and more some shit seem fishy, but, uh, you know, people spin it how they want to spin it. <laughs> Day one has been fishy. So, this the way they say the events happen, the timing of the events, some of the witnesses' statements, it's all fishy, and I can't I can't make any definite conclusions about it because there's still so many questions unanswered, and they may never get answered. So, but I do not I don't believe it's a terrorist attack, though. That's what I don't believe. I like, I don't want them to I got I don't want to I don't want to take away from the victims at all. I just I, I just feel like. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like I just feel like it's a crime of hate. And like, if you want to know a real terrorist group, I mean, you got the clan that that there's no litigation against or anything, and they've been doing hate crimes or terrorist attacks for years. Yes, they've been terrorizing. That's not the part of the conversation. For a very very long time, and they still their organization still keeps up and running. So. Now, that's real terrorism. That's domestic terrorism since I don't know how long. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's since I don't I don't know how long either, but for a long-ass time, that's for sure. 
<laughs> right. Right. Enough for my years, grandmother man. to mention the KKK. You know what I mean? So. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's, it's real, it's ridiculous. And I don't want to spend too much time on that. I just, like, rest in peace to those victims and press their fans, like I said. It's just, you know, that, that like, I just, I don't like talking about it. But, like, when I do, it's, I'd be feeling kind of uneasy. It's, it's a very sensitive topic because there are real victims here. Regardless yeah, of what definitely. happened or how it happened, there are real victims here. There are real people dealing with the loss of the of people who were unfortunately at that club that night. So yeah. I, I'm with you on that. It's it's no, nothing to be made light of about the victims of the people of the shooting. We're just giving our thoughts and speculations on the shooter and the circumstances of which it happened. So nothing ever, and, and you know, nothing. And the sickest shit that I've seen related to this, as far as the homosexuality stuff, is is Christian groups, like, you know what I'm saying, kind of saying, you get what you deserve. And it's it's sickening, really, because as a a Christian, the Bible says sin is sin. And and no sin greater than the other sin, you know what I'm saying? Whether you be gay, you're a thief, you lie. You have kids out of wedlock. You you, you honor your mother, and father. All that sin is the same in God's eye. So people like kind of like saying like damning these people that you know what I'm saying these are still people. These are human beings. And the Bible tells you don't exactly. you know what I'm saying you're not supposed to do that. Whether you believe in the Bible or not, I'm pretty sure people who don't believe in the Bible are know stuff about the Bible. And that's what sure. it says in the Bible. So in this sense, you're not supposed to take pleasure in, in you know what I'm saying, in the misery of other people. So that, that shit really rubbed me the wrong way, when, you know what I'm saying, how you call yourself a Christian and you act, behave this way. Oh, yeah. I've even, like, read uh, uh, stories about uh, preachers who had uh, sermons about the shooting and how it was a good thing. Like... This is, you know, I know we don't do religion and all that, but this is this is like part of the reason why I don't participate in organized religion. Because what happened to the just the the humanity? A life lives were lost. Rather, you agree with their lifestyle, their lives were taken. People, people are just, I think, with the outcome of those lives being taken. Those people mattered to somebody. And the yeah. fact that you can even be in a, in any type of celebratory, celebratory type of mind frame behind this shooting, you know what I mean, it kind of goes to show, like, the, the sickness that religion has on people mentally. I just feel like people pick and choose what life especially hypocrites, the way I call them, they pick and choose <laughs> uh, what parts of the Bible they want to follow. Right. Right. And I always ask them, what would Jesus do? That doesn't sound like something that Jesus would do. What would Jesus do? No. Nah. Those are the hypocrites. They get mad when I say that, though. They get upset. <laughs> <laughs> Let them get upset. Hey. <laughs> Love thy neighbor, right? Say love thy neighbor if you you know, if you agreed with everything that they do. Treat people how you wanna be treated. We didn't say treat people how (laughs) how you wanna be treated unless you agree with everything that they do. You know what I mean? People are stupid. That's all that is. (laughs) All the dumbest shit. Speaking of dumb Let's talk about this judge in this Stanford case. Oh God! <laughs> this for a lot of people. I know people. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I know by now. But I still want to talk about this shit because it's still it's, it gets under my skin every time I think about it. The guy, uh, he's a swimmer from Stanford, and uh, he was uh, after a party. He uh, sexually assaulted a girl behind a dumpster, and he was caught at the scene by. By she was unconscious, and he was caught at the scene by two bystanders who, the turn you know, justice happened, and um, the rule the judge ruled him to get uh six months. In jail. Right. 
as I said, actually, it's not like they investigated and didn't know. He got caught doing the crime. And right. The judge gets sentenced him to six months in jail, citing that jail would drastically change him. If I'm not mistaken, right. the prison system was set up to be a rehabilitation process. Am I, not, am I wrong? That's, that's what they say. Is, is is that pretty much what it is? It's supposed to be a, a, a institution to rehabilitate persons before returning them back to society. Right, right. So, ain't the motherfucker supposed to change dramatically before dramatic, dramatically, dramatically, <laughs> dramatically <laughs> before we send yes. them back to society? Yes. Like, so him saying that it's like that's what is supposed to happen. He's not supposed to. He's not supposed to go in there and just fucking be a vacation. No, he's supposed to go in there and it, it's corrective. It's corrective action. So the fact yeah. that he that he set he just set this precedent on, on, on sexual assault, where it's other people who haven't even been have been wrongfully accused that have gotten years in jail and are now getting exonerated, it, it's right. like really a slap in the face of the victim. Right. Right, and her letter, you know what I mean? She wrote a letter to the victim, and it's just, like, it's heartbreaking, you know what I mean? Like, because it's like, you, you're, it's like not only was she raped physically, but now she's being raped by the justice system because the jury right. found him guilty, and he was supposed to be serving six years, which I still felt like wasn't enough time. Six years to after raping a woman who was incapacitated, that just puts it on a whole nother level. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't just go over to her house and take it. You waited until she was incapacitated, unaware of what's happening to her. Yes. Your last to be in jail for a very long time. What's the homie she teaching you how to treat a lady? You should get two years we all know. So this is where that white privilege comes in. Because I also heard oh, that the, the jerk was a huge stand for the law. I'm not, I can't, Probably I, couldn't so. find the, I couldn't find the information, but that was something that was circulating a lot when I was reading about this story. So that also plays a part into it, too, is that it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a commodity. Like, oh, this is, this is an alum of mine. So that, that Hello, kind of makes me feel like, you know, they, they have connections with each other, maybe like a friend or an uncle, a cousin, somebody who knows the judge, who knows the kids, who's like, hey, man, like, you know, can you lighten his sentence? I mean, probably so. I mean, I'm going to look this shit up now, though, because, uh, hell, he just, the fucking, he just like a fucking racist. Sorry. Another thing about this is that this same judge was up for re-election in his district, right, after making this decision. And because there was nobody else running against him, he wins. So he's going to be a judge for another however many years that they get to sit on the bench. There have been jury members who have refused to sit on his jury because of the decision that he made. And I think there should be more people to do the same. Like, I refuse to sit on his jury because he is irresponsible as a judge. Six months for a rape? Get the fuck out of like, here. Like, laws are supposed like, when rulings are supposed to set the precedent. It's supposed to let the next person know that this shit not going to be tolerated. And all you really did was tell these potential sex offenders out here that they would pretty much receive a slap on the wrist. Exactly. Exactly. And it's crazy. All it, all this does, all this does, is is really hurt the victims. Because there's victims out there that that haven't reported the rape. Yeah. And this is only confirms what they always think that nothing will happen. Why should I? Why should I? If he's gonna get away with it, even if he gets caught, he's still gonna get away with it unless he's black. 
There you go. And people get mad about that race thing, but that shit is don't act like the worst thing to do is is ignore race. Like the shit ain't I'm, I'm I'm a very bottom line person. <laughs> you know, and there's just certain things like I said, there are certain things that happen in this country that get treated differently when it's a certain person. And and our judicial system is not exempt from that. Black people get heavier sentences when they go to court compared to white people. That's just statistics. You can look at it. You can look at people being charged for the same crime as a white person, and they get heavier sentences. It happens every day, B. And this is just a very, very, very bold in-your-face example of it. Six months? For a rape? Yeah, that's, hey, you got that's a like a slap in the in Texas and in jail over a picture that a girl sent him? Come on. This is this is just this is the same way. Is it this where's the justice? There is none. And it's just I don't understand what the why well, okay, I, I do understand because it's the male driven society. But rape just isn't taken seriously. I've read many stories of women who who felt like they were being treated like, you know, like they were the ones who did something wrong when they go and make their reports about a rape. I came across an article today where they just, uh, um, they were in a precinct and they had like, Hundreds of rape kits that didn't get any attention. They're just thrown back into a room. Like, come on, like, rape is a serious thing. And I shouldn't feel guilty about being raped. And I shouldn't feel like I will be victimized again for reporting my rape. Like, there's a good percentage of of women here in America, just in America, before they turn 18, they experience some type of sexual assault before they're 18. Those numbers are doubled, even tripled, when they go to college or at a university. So, like, where in society is is a woman protected? You know what I mean? Where in society are women, you know, given some type of of support after such occurrences? Seems to be such such shame given to women after these types of things. Yo, free. Yeah. Fucking blocked. I ain't gonna talk about this. I ain't talk. I love you, but don't get me off the show ever again. Or I fucking write you a long ass letter. That was stupid as shit. Okay. <laughs> Did you know I was gone? Yeah. Like I was just talking and it just like nope. Yeah. Sorry about that, folks. Back to your regularly scheduled program. Um, <laughs> back. <laughs> Back on uh, finishing up that you know that sexual assault case, I just feel like I just feel like when the judges go out their way to you know what I'm saying to do stuff like that, you just pretty much spitting in the face of the victim, which isn't cool. Yeah. And somebody needs to slap shot that judge. I'm Big not promoting time. violence. I'm just saying maybe they should get slapped. All right. So lastly. I wanted to talk about um, the passing of Mr. Muhammad Ali. The greatest. Um, the greatest. Um, and Muhammad Ali, he wasn't just only, he wasn't just like a great boxer and a great sports figure. He was like a great person. Right. And like people don't realize, like he did a lot of stuff outside of boxing. Like he was great. Like he was like one of the proponents of uh of the civil rights movement, he was like alongside uh, Malcolm X, and like he, he really did a lot 
to um like move forward the actual movement. And um and he was like unapologetic, man. He was just him. Like yes. he converted to, to Islam and, and, and he stood up for what he believed in. And so many people forget that. That he was he like he was oh yes, he was a great boxer, but he was he was himself. He didn't change for people. And yes. and that's why he really is the greatest because he was he was him from the day he stepped into the spotlight to the day he passed. Right, definitely. I'm, I'm definitely a, a, a big fan of Muhammad Ali, both in and out of the ring, because during during the time of where you know he was at the height of his career, he was addressing very very unpopular issues, which made him oh, yeah. a very unpopular person in America at his at that time. Like he was. You know, I, I, I'm glad for the love and respect that he gets today, but that was not the case back then. You know what I mean? He was not this. <laughs> America did not oh, yeah. like a, a, a Muhammad Ali like like they do today. So I, that's what I'm more more uh, ad, admirable of him of is that the fact that he took on issues that were not being talked about and he put it right in people's faces. Every time, and he did it unapologetically, like you said, and he stood firm in what he believed in, and he was always very um, <laughs> informative of why he feels the way he does. So Muhammad Ali, he he was just a, a great man in and out of the ring. So you know, much respect and love and props always and forever for Muhammad Ali. Like without him, there 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 weren't. Many people today wouldn't be able to use their platforms as they do if it wasn't for Muhammad Ali taking that risk do you for think, everybody else. Do you think do you think Muhammad Ali would have been popular today? Do I think like he's a popular? He did, like the person he person the person he was. Do you think he'd be like? Do you think he'd be honored? Today, like if he if a young Ali was around today, and you know not Cassius Clay, it's talking about Muhammad Ali. If he was around today, you think that he would be widely accepted? I I think so because there's today in today's society, there's a lot more quote unquote consciousness going on within the black community and and even trickling outside of the black community, there are people who, who speak these truths that Muhammad Ali mentioned oh so many years ago. You know? So I think yeah. he would I think he would definitely be very popular and, and accepted and loved today. I mean I'm sure there would be some some haters. There's always haters, you know what I mean? Oh for sure. <laughs> There's always, always going to be a group of people who aren't liking what you're doing. But I think the overall, he would have love and respect because you see David Banner. You see how much he's grown and changed and, and the platform that he's on now. And he's getting, he's, he's receptive by a lot of people. And you, and um, even, um, oh, I'm having a brain fart. But yes, I think that Muhammad Ali would, would get that love and respect today. But what makes him different? What do you think makes him different from, um, say, uh, Kanye or Floyd Mayweather? Because <laughs> um, they're both they're both also unapologetic themselves. Like Floyd Mayweather, he, people can say you know he lacked education or not, but he he's still the same person that he's always going to be. He didn't try to change for nobody, and he's always him different because he's more braggadocious about worldly possessions and not necessarily of the issues of, of, of you know what I'm saying, social issues? I, I think that's, that's really what it is. You know what I mean? Because whenever anybody gets to talking about Floyd Mayweather and how he's cocky and, and all this, it's like, but Muhammad Ali was just the same way. You know what I mean? Whenever there's an athlete dominating in his in his area, I expect him to be cocky. 
you know, especially when you've stepped out there and you've proved yourself time and time and time again. You know what I mean? So Kanye being cocky doesn't bother me. Floyd Mayweather being cocky doesn't bother me. What bothers me is that there's you don't really get to see that um that community influence. And that's what Muhammad Ali had. He had that community influence. He was the type of man to show up wherever he is at, and he will bring out the people. And when he brings out the people, he's lifting up the people. He's charging them with powerful words, and he's reminding them that, you know, you're black and you're great. And that's not something that we get from Floyd. That's not something that we get from Kanye. You know what I mean? So, that's the difference to me in Muhammad is that he was for the people. He he was great, and his greatness put him on a platform to be for the people. And Floyd and Kanye seems to be for themselves. So, I mean, you're absolutely right. Kanye is, is definitely for himself. And that's, that's kind of why I like Kanye. Kanye, Kanye is an asshole. And yeah, I consider yeah, myself exactly. an asshole too. And I'm like, that's exactly me. I'm I'm more aware of what's going around around me so socially, but I'm still like I'm an ass. I'm I'm all about me at the end of the day. So I, I understand Kanye. And I understand Floyd too. Floyd about his money, and I feel like uh-huh. you, as a person, you need to be about your money too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, but I, I do you feel like like we have an athlete today? That that can like kind of walk in the same light as as Ali did. You know that's funny. <clears throat> I actually think LeBron James is kind of like that 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 path. You know what I mean? Because for some reason, like I feel like he's demonstrated himself to be a great athlete, a great basketball player. And for some reason, like, he still gets so much uh, flack. Like, so many people still hate on LeBron James. But when I look at LeBron James and I see him as the family man and I see him as the team player on the court because, you know, LeBron, he, he, he likes to incorporate his team. He's not, he's not this, oh, I want to be the superstar and, and showboat and ball hog and all that. No, he's passing. He's doing assists. Like, he incorporates his team. And then when I see him and, and the things that he does for his hometown and his community, you know what I mean? It kind of reminds me of a Muhammad Ali type type thing where it comes back around to the community where he wants to uplift his community. Like, he's helping parents get their GED. You know what I mean? Like, that speaks volumes about a person's character. You know what I mean? Because you don't usually see too much of people when they step out of their hood and coming back and trying to improve it. Like, yeah, I don't feel really like... I do agree that LeBron is, like, probably, like, the closest. I just feel like nowadays, like, Ali was stood by himself, you know what I'm saying? And people just yeah. gravitated towards Ali because he was that type of person. I mean, and nowadays, I just feel like athletes now, it's kind of like, who's going to do it first? And I'll follow you. Yeah. Like, it was great when, uh, um, I think it was Eric Garner, or who was it, in New York, I and mean, he don't breathe, and all that. The athletes, they're wearing the, the I can't breathe yeah. first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. feel like that was that was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that only recently has that happened. I can't right. remember in the past where where athletes would stand out against social issues, and I feel like yeah. now like it's more athletes are more socially aware. I guess because I guess the millennials, as people like to call them, like they're more aware of what's going on around them and not just what's going on on the court or in the field. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely, definitely hope and, and I would love to see that type of um of boldness with with our with our athletes, with our entertainers, with our actors, like we did with back in when when Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier and all of them when they were you know, they were out there 
You know what I mean? They 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 literally got together and spoke on tr- the treatment of black people. And we don't, you know what I mean? It's I feel like it is slowly building back up because, you know, we have, like, we have Beyonce, you know, she, she came out on the Super Bowl and just pretty much, you know, reminded us of the Black Panther Party. Regardless of what anybody regardless of what anybody feels about her or, or her presentation or the fact that she still have had weave and blonde hair. I don't care about any of that. She just revived the Black Panther Party and, and just introduced them to a whole new in- generation. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. monumentous to me. When you see Kendrick Lamar performing on the Grammys, you know what I mean? Like that performance was monumentous, you know? So I'm hoping that we are getting back to where our people who have the who have the higher platforms, who have the bigger voices, you know what I mean, where we're getting back together Absolutely. and saying, you know what, bringing, bringing notice and cause to attention and awareness of, of black people and what's going on with us and standing up for us and just, just all-around treatment of humanity because it's not just black people, it's poor people too. It's a class thing and it's a race thing. So Absolutely. I'm just glad to see that there are more people being vocal. I'm glad. Absolutely. All right, so it's uh, winding down our show. We have a little under five minutes left to go. Um, where you want to get some last thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, stay aware, people. Stay aware and educated. <laughs> Don't leave your kids <laughs> in the car. Don't leave your kids in the car, damn it. Yeah, be better parents. Um, we want to thank you guys for listening to our show this week. Um, make sure you tune in. Uh, on Wednesdays, we have the Skybox. On Thursdays, we have Mic Check. And, you know, on Fridays, mm-hmm. every Friday, it's his or hers with me and free. Um, I, like I said, it's been a while. We're back um, each and every Friday at 10 o'clock. Um, thank you guys for listening, and we out. Good night. Century, doing something mean to it, do it better than anybody you ever seen. Do it, scream from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need the same music. No one man should have all that power. The clock ticking, I just count the hours. Stop chipping, I'm chipping off the power. The system broken, the school closed, the prison's open. We ain't got nothing to lose.
powers Lost in translation with a whole fucking nation They say I was the abomination of Obama's nation Well that's a pretty bad way to start the conversation At the end of the day, God 